from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Welcome to an... Damn, I really put the voice on every time we have someone white. I'm going to change it. All right. Let me go back to being regular, guys. Welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. I'm your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. Pit Stallion, a.k.a. Full Court Pumps, a.k.a. Mandy Baskins, a.k.a. I'll fuck your nigga and your daddy and your mama. What's up? And I'm sitting here with... Wow. I know, it changed. I'm single now. I'll fuck everybody. so embarrassed. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Wheezy. We are back with our girl, Leah McSweeney. By the way, this is the second time you've been on the show. Yes. You came on the show... How many years ago? A long ass time ago. What are we talking? Oh my God, Leah. I did not want you on because I thought you were like some fucking... Republican or something? (laughs) Because (laughs) at the time, this is when Andrew was like... Everybody was calling him alt-right Andy, right? (laughs) And he loved Leah way too much. I was like, oh, that bitch on the wrong team. Like, I was like, no. Oh, and then it, it sucked because I love you. And like, you know, when you don't want to like someone. I know. I think you told me that on oh, the no, show when I came on. Literally on the show, we got you because you also at the time had a podcast as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So oh, with the girl, I, I forgot. forgot. Laura Siles. Yeah. Yes. 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 So literally, and, and I think we do, if you guys reference it back, Wizzy was like, I mean, I guess she could come on, but I'm going to tell her everything I think about her. Just <laughs> so you know. And well, then you we, didn't. Oh, because I started to like you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh and the, it, you know what it was? We were talking about the Me Too era. It was really hot. Like, and, and, and just was, oh, yes, polarizing yes, back then. Yes. And there was like this rape triangle. The rape yep. triangle. <laughs> Do you remember that? Pyramid. Yeah, the pyramid. pyramid. Yep. The pyramid. And the basically pyramid. saying what constitutes it, what doesn't. And all I remember is seeing a clip of Leah being like, oh, that's bullshit. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you are, I guess, of course, Let's start with the introduction. For okay. those of you who do not know this awesome white woman, and y'all know I don't say that very often about the whites that join us here. Um, <laughs> but I actually really, really love you. And I think that you align so well with horrible decisions, but on a much larger uh, platform now. So you mm. are a clothing, not only designer, but owner of Mary to the Mob. Yeah. You are now an author. Yes. Um, to Chaos Theory. That is your book that just released. Congrats, by the way. Thank Congrats. Because I know you. that takes a lot of time. And bitch, you read the whole book. I'm like, four hours and 32 minutes. God damn, it was long that was, podcast. Like, r- like, reading it out loud was the, like, most... It was the hardest thing. Bro. Really? Why? Because you were reading rereading your own words? Like, yes. What? And it was, like, so emotionally taxing. Uh-huh. And, like, my voice started hurting. Because like, you're in the booth talking. Bro, narrative? Now that I've been working in narrative podcasting and filming people, People, there's time limits we can have before someone's voice starts to crack. There's like things that we have yep. to have prepared. There's like certain like voiceover synthesizers, mm-hmm. synthesizers that you need wow. for when, like, you know, that happens like to just happen to me. But it's fucking insane. <laughs> because the audiobook well, portion, when people are reliving a moment, you're fucked. The road coat T is like oh. It's a lifesaver. I can't believe how much it actually works. Like, it I'm does. like, do you know I had an assistant? It's not a gimmick. When I did, so I did a dating show with MTV, but we were doing two episodes a day. I was on set for damn near 12 hours. Mind you, it was after 
we like did hella bulk recording for a podcast before I went out there. Literally, I drank about seven throat coats a day. I had someone literally making sure I had a warm, hot, hot, warm throat coat at all times. Yeah. It literally works. It works. And also the name. Throat coat. <coughs> Can y'all just sponsor us? Because technically, we could really get you some sales another way. Bro, that is the <laughs> nastiest fucking name. Oh, I thought, okay. Coat. I was like, but it's <laughs> some throat coat. I love it. I think it just, I feel up. like a whore just like, saying girl, it. I will Let me text somebody that. They'll be like, you nasty. What is that? And I'm like, it's fucking tea. Calm down. <laughs> um, but when I say that you also represent somewhat horrible decisions, you um, are a cast member of Real Housewives of New York. And I absolutely love how fucking uncomfortable you make everybody because you will walk into a room and be like, I just got done sucking dick. How's everyone's day? And I love it. Is that it? I, I mean, it's not that, that exactly. <laughs> because if you did, remind you, um, I don't watch Real Housewives, but my mother does. And she calls me and she goes, Gila, there's a white girl on this show that reminds me of you. Oh my God. She never I told that. you that. I think no, I left. You never told me that. I thought I sent you a voice message of that it. Is so funny. And I was like, funny. is it Leah? And she was like, yes, you know her. My mom like bugs the fuck out. Oh and my she God, was I like, oh, it. my God, she reminds me of you so much. Da, da, da. I was like, why? She was like, she's loud and stuff. <laughs> that's so that's so sweet. You it is very sweet. Thing yeah, I talk about sex openly just because that's like what I like. I didn't I know. Mean, you I, had babies, I so didn't, of course. I didn't know I shouldn't like, you know. And then when I went on the show and openly talked about it, it was like, huh. Ah. I'm but not going to lie. These, bro, weren't they doing me, cocaine? You made me on the show on that show. <laughs> you made. No. And I, I'm going to tell you, I don't care. All of the rest of you bitches, uh, specifically Ramona. Yes, I'm talking to you. Oh my God. What is wrong with you, ma'am? And the other old hags. I don't know them but little Damn, bitches. why they got these hags? Oh, they are. Because they just act like... Wait, is she the one that has Zarin fabrics? But it's, No, that's Jill. She hasn't been on in a long she, time. Okay. But I wait. started watching it in Mexico because it was just like all that they had on TV. That's like season one, one or two. That's how I learned okay. about... They, they were talking about rails and shit like that. And I was like, oh my God, that's cocaine terminology. But, but let oh, me wow, tell you, you can talk about is. that, but you can't talk about let, pussy. But like, let me dick. tell you how crazy it is. They all like slut shame Leah damn near yeah. the entire time that you're on multiple seasons. Yeah. You could watch whatever season Leah's on. There, the amount of slut shaming that's happening. Why? Which is ironic, bro, because all of them didn't fuck the same white man. Exactly. Harry Dubin, they passed them around. Passed okay, wait, wait, wait. Stop for a second. Yep. Let's pretend yeah. no one's ever heard Real Housewives okay. in here. <laughs> what were you talking about on the show? That bro, everything. <laughs> I mean, I think I talked about like, like, uh, I don't know. What did I say? Are I you like, single when you're on the show? I think or you're like, Yes, I've been yeah, <laughs> I've been single for a long time. So I would just t openly talk about sex and talk about like, you know, I I like a tongue in my ass every once in a while. What's the um, context of this? Are they like having dinners? Maybe, maybe a couple like times a it would be at a dinner <laughs> dinner. But like who cares? Who cares? You don't you. you don't understand what these women do. I mean, they act crazy. They yeah. they like have no prostitution whore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even watch and I fucking know that clip. Yeah, no, but literally it's one. wild because you know she's even my outfits they no, like bro, slut shame me for. They do. What were yeah. you having on? I mean, little skirt, mesh I mean, shirts, right mesh, or, tops. Yeah. Literally, like to where as I'm watching it, I'm like, whoa, the prudeness of so many women out here. Like know, in New I, York, at that and my tattoos. Remember they, how they were like acting so weirded out by my everything. tattoos? Which I don't even have that many. 
They were like, like she has the we, they were like, we don't know people with tattoos. Get Bro, the fuck out of here. I swear, I swear to, to God. God. It was really weird. Watching it is insane. It's interesting because like you think about the franchises when as for cities, right? Like when you think about like Beverly Hills, like I when I've watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, it makes me feel like what I thought it would be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. I'm like, oh, my God, it's glitz, it's glam, whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool. When I think about New York, I don't think that uppity, to be totally honest. But yeah. maybe I'm living in like this different downtown no, Manhattan. Same. World. Maybe I, I do, too, because I would see it more like eclectic, like cool. Like, yep. where's the downtown rich women <laughs> like that like own dope art and yep. like husbands are like sick art collectors and art dealers or whatever. Like, I ain't gonna hold you. Andy yeah. Lenny got all the most stuck up. Who? Rich Andy, he got all the richest, prudish, most boring, toxic. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do find. want a little bit of a Except splash, but of you know the what? Upper East Side they, New Yorker that pretty, I. They've been pretty entertaining throughout the oh, years. Oh no, good though. television. You know, I can hold you. You know what I mean? Oh, it's great mess. So it's great mess. <laughs> yeah, and we love a Caucasian mess. I love it. Well, let's it's get a major into, Caucasian mess. When white people oh, no, start fighting on TV, I'm like, this is so ghetto. Are you guys looking at this? <laughs> oh no, wait, wait. Do you wow. know what's even better? Yeah, white when people they're get drunk. Oh my god. Yeah, and because they film, I'm sure for a long time, you just get to see the bitch go from really kind of sober and sane to where she thinks she's sober and sane, but she's not. <laughs> and so everyone the next day has to tell her what she did, but it's also on camera, so bitch, you can't hide from it. It's entertaining mess. I just want to just point out, Leah, watch it. clearly Mandy is oh, obsessed with the franchise. Yeah, it's great. By the, way, by the way, the same thing she did to you, I actually did to Giselle and Robin when they came on to our <laughs> show. First off, I made Robin. Uh, I, I told love her them. the wrong time because I knew she was going to be late. Um, oh and God. then I said, dang, I really like y'all. But I mean, you just yeah, got to kind of assume that not everyone knows because, bitch, at least I give context. So I'm obsessed with 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, me too. Okay, because that is the greatest American <laughs> television show of all time. Sure, Game of Thrones was great. The Wire, whatever, nigga. Never watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance. God. I got sick every time I looked on the goddamn timeline. You know how so embarrassed God. I am about- to admit that that's one of the best shows I've ever watched? But what about Love After Lockup? I mean, you not watch Love After Lockup? Court- Tracy and Crack was pretty good. Thank you. Because, you know, when crack goes on on a TV show, it's just really gold. It's wild. But also when Rest you have peace, fat white women going to Nigeria. <laughs> that's pretty uh, awesome, too. That is just like the best. And yeah. why are they always fat? But one of them lost a lot of weight recently. Oh, Angela and Michael. Angela, babe. Angela yeah. looks looking good, honey. <laughs> and she is. She's my babe. But still, like, it's almost like they're scouted and hunting out for these women. Yeah. yeah. Like nobody else wants you, so we'll take you in Legos. Like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. If you could have a spinoff show, right. ooh, what would it be about? It would be about like mental health. I'm about to say living my true life. Like, like really? <laughs> mental health, spirituality, sex positivity, and like healing. And I'd like to see okay. you and your daughter, actually. And yeah, but my daughter's so I know actually the show is me and my daughter. Yeah. But my daughter it's like the best. But it's too good that I don't want to show any to anybody. And my daughter would never agree to it. Really? Yeah. No. No. Damn. But I'm sure she's seen, like, during the years of you being on Roni, like, the ups and downs of reading comments, being visible. Like, and, yeah. and we'll talk about it, too. But, like, and, and shit, even with this podcast, um, she's filming a television show. I know. Death in, in the family. Oh, you God. pretty much had to deal with the death of your family, like, in cameras. And people were and, so mean about it. And that's oh, what I'm oh my God. I'm so sorry. It was awful. So it was I can, horrible. I can only Bro, imagine. People got mad it. at me the week that my grandmother died about, oh, well, I wasn't contact. Like, bro, 
do you know how insane that is? Like the things that I had to worry about, about other people's feelings, about in the speed in which I told them. Are you fucking what? kidding That's me? That's crazy. Bro, people were insane to me that week. And I really don't understand how like much of, again, robots people can be when they're fucking filming. It made me like lose faith in like humanity, mm-hmm. the way people like d- treated me about my grandmother dying and like how I like, uh, Even the people you it. was filming with. Yeah, they and were questioning even I know. if you were really sad or if you were really going through something. And it was yeah. just like, bitch, are you kidding me? And those people. Like they too. were judging your grief, which was, I, yeah. it was sick. It was Why? Sick. This, like, this went last out season was wild. I mean, they were just like, like no one was really comforting me that much. Like I felt guilty know. about grief because like I wanted to go out to a club and I was like, but I just want to let go. That's really it wasn't like I didn't want to not be sad about my grandmother. I just want to get drunk and forget escape, about it. Of course. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I I like I hate that we have to constantly wonder like if what we're doing is okay. Everybody's process is different. Everybody yeah. I'm still grieving. I cry like all the time over my grandmother still. Same. I just can't even believe she's gone still. I hate it. I'm sorry. I, that I, I just hate life without her. Okay. Well, we're going to kind of anyway, get let's, this upbeat. Let's talk about sex I, now. Well, Mandy, <laughs> meanwhile, Leah walks in, everyone. Mandy goes, we're going to get dark. <laughs> like, your, like your book. Dark. <laughs> the book is dark, but I love it. It is. It's, it's getting, it's, it, it goes it like goes this. It goes in waves. It, it, there's waves. Did you get to the sex positivity part? Um, I'm just getting to the part where you were talking about Rob being soulmate, but oh, not Oh, yeah. Being. Okay. So, it literally says I still have two hours and something left. So, okay. I'm halfway. You're not there. Um, <laughs> so, let's go with the icebreakers. Um, I have two games for you today. Oh, the first one is this or that. Okay? Okay. So, based on even just what I'm reading, um, this is just giving some extra stuff. The first one. This or that. Money or love? Money. You just said fuck love? Yeah. Okay. I have love with my daughter. Okay. Wow. What? Wait, you, <laughs> you want, we know you want love with your emotional ass, bitch. I mean, I love my dog, but she can't fuck me, so. Balance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say sex or money. Now, so you can still get fucked. It's just not with love. But I you needed just can't fuck with love. You, you said what? I need it differently. You'll have oh, so God. much no, money. No, literally show and- casual sex and be like, but it's not casual because I have feelings for him. And then she mm. makes it, it's, sorry. Okay, Oof. my bad. Interesting. <laughs> Moving on. Look, no, sorry. As long as she loves him, it's a relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bitch, like, shut up. I, no. I do my best <laughs> to detach. I am trying my best to not get like too emotionally involved when I'm having sex. But my heart is inside it's by, of it's my biological. <laughs> yeah. It's evolution. Every time I get fucked, Fuck it's, him in the heart, okay? Boy, th- those no, are- but it's because like oxytocin's like being released, and like I read, you have Not to read the female scientific. I know, but it's true. The female brain, you have to read the female brain. It literally talks about like why sex is just so much different for us than men. I thought like. Like, I tried to be, like, a man for so many years. I'm not going to lie. I think I am. I might have a different brain. <laughs> yeah, well, you're different. I think I was born a word we can't say anymore, but I don't even know if I can say it. <laughs> oh, my God, Mindy. Shut <laughs> What? Uh, don't. I can't say it, right? Don't I think I was born a word we can't say anymore. Do you know the word I'm talking about? The H word? Uh, yep, just don't. Yeah, I think that's what I was born What's with. Different- I don't even know what that is. Wait, what? I remember I think they, why can't you say that? Mandy, I thought you were going to say the R word. I, I thought so Wait, too. Wait, what R word? <laughs> you can't say hermaphrodite. I think hermaphrodite. I think we can't say hermaphrodite. But that's the... Mandy, can I just say, out of all the problematic things... My publicist is like, 
What's happening? Every, all the problematic shit she ever said, and you, that was the one? Hermaphrodite <laughs> is when you born with We had to parts. beg you yeah. to I stop saying and you were fucking scared to say, I just said it, now we gotta bleep it because you just said it. Oh, oh my and God. I still say it with my friends in privacy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I didn't stop saying what Leah say? I feel like little people, I feel like they wouldn't care. I, mean, I, I feel, feel like, like little was, people, well, guess what? are the little people, I feel like they're not the ones who are being like, don't call us that. It's like other people well, who are like, don't call them that. Dwarf, the word dwarf is That's weird, worse. Bro. Yeah, dwarf It's is giving bad. Smurf. It's just weird. No, it's, but don't. It should be giving Smurf. <laughs> giving dwarf. Giving but then smurf, I'm thinking Snow White can't. and it's just like, I don't want to think of a fucking children's book. <laughs> like, don't nobody want to think about a little motherfucker. Bandy! Oh, oh my God. God. Sorry, okay. Moving on. Moving on. Sex stuff. Missionary <laughs> or back shots? Um, back shots? Back shots, really? Do you have an ass? She said money or love. She said back shots. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I think just because, like, I still don't have to look at him. <laughs> oh, shit. It's giving real casual sex. Okay. Giving head or receiving head? Receiving. Okay. Um, and last one, because this is a black-ass motherfucking podcast, <laughs> Real Housewives of Potomac or Real Housewives of Atlanta? Potomac. Okay. Yeah. I'm not mad, especially because Atlanta has fell off a little bit. I but, love Potomac. Oh, uh, me? Too. Do you know this girl didn't even do research for that? I, mean, I was like, what do you mean? You, I loved watching I it. I mean, because that's the thing, though. It's I don't, an amazing show. It's Kansas so, and Mia oh, and Giselle and the so shade I really and the Can fucking snaps. The, the grand dame and the Karen. No, <laughs> is that the, the wig? She's, she's amazing. Don't, not calling her the wig. <laughs> Can you not call it? I didn't call her the wig. I said, is that her she wig? She has a better. wig company. It's way better now. She made money. Yeah, she's a big wig. Yeah. Okay. It's like when they all get on, they're a little, like, it's a little crunchy. And then as they start getting the Bravo checks, they all get new houses get and wigs. Oh. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And Robin was telling us when we were interviewing her about, like, how, you know, her car even, she was like, you know, I never felt like I had to, like, get all this extra fancy shit, which I appreciate. Oh, bitch, Salt Lake City. But speaking of research, oh the God. reason oh. I don't dive into oh, watching a show God. before right. someone comes on is because... We have hundreds of thousands of people that listen. They're not all watching Real Housewives in New York. I don't want to like sit there and be the person that they're probably watching one of the Real Housewives franchise. Yeah, like you have maybe experience in it, but like, girl, I ain't gonna hold you. My whole Twitter timeline is Real Housewives. I see all the shit, all the tea, all the wow. That must be like me with ninety day. Oh, I love it. I'm obsessed. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, girl, I'm like, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. Mindy can't even shut the fuck up right now. Can you not tell she's about to lose her mind? I'm thrilled. Like literally, and I just had I had this conversation too. Like my ex felt away because. He didn't like any reality TV. So, of course, I'm not going to cheat on you and find a man who's into reality TV. So I started spending a lot of time with Asante at his house talking about all the real, the real housewife stuff. And he even felt a way about my relationship with Asante. I said, you don't who's like Asante? My gay homeboy that's oh, uh, also a podcaster. But he's into Best this. for you, real housewives conversation. You know what I mean? Yes, and you're so gay that's friend. where we connected. Damn, I didn't want to cheat. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into <laughs> Leah-isms or bitch-isms, whatever you want to call them. This one, actually, you and Wheezy have a very similar take on. Leah says, quote unquote, good dick will imprison you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And only you can let yourself out. Yep. The dick can't let you out? 
No. It could sometimes dick that starts off really good. Have you ever had dick that what started it, off good and then it fell off? I mean, not yeah, really. but I'm not talking about that's not what that bitchism is about. Dick, bro? That bitchism <laughs> is about good dick that continues to be good to the point where you don't know what the fuck to do because you don't even want anything to do with the guy that's attached to it. But the <sighs> dick is so good that you can't stop. Now, oh my god, it's giving hospital dick. It, but here's the thing too, right? Hospital that dick. is to me man yes. mentality, and a lot of men don't think that women can just want you for your dick. We don't want to be with you. Like I dealt with this nigga that I called twenty four seven forever on this show, and Weezy with her emotional ass swore I wanted to be with him. I'm just like, no, the dick. It's just the dick. Right. Okay. Well, to be fair, this is what happens to me. <laughs> You may want to take the dick away from the man. I just want to help the man be the man that I want him to be. Okay, I, like, yeah, you I want to fix him. Delusional, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I wanted to give this nigga a job. Like, I was trying to help him figure out what a FICO score is. Like, yeah. I needed him to excel in life. You but know then she saying? wouldn't admit mm. on the pod that the reason why she wouldn't date him is just because he was broke. Because I thought I was going to be with him at some point. And I was like, damn, I know he's going to listen, but fuck him now. Oh, yeah, fuck him now. <laughs> she literally, I'm going to tell you now, we have to bleep out every time I said she wouldn't date you because you were broke. He banned me from a bar, bro. That is the problem. But that's also how you know Weezy never told y'all he was a bartender. But broke dick is so good sometimes, too. And that sucks. But it is. Weezy was embarrassed that she was in love with a bartender. I wasn't embarrassed that I was in love with a bartender. You never wanted to say he was a bartender. Because I didn't want people to know his job. I was never embarrassed that he was a bartender. Okay. I was a broke bartender. (laughs) I was never embarrassed. I'm going to just bleep all this. No, keep it all in. He banned her from the bar, bro. I can't believe he banned you from the bar. That fucking motherfucker. Hey. All right. Move on. (laughs) Okay. Do you go to that fucking bar, Eden? Uh, what happened? Do you go to that bar? I definitely do. Is it, is it in the Lower East Side? No. no. We're not going well, to get to that yet. <laughs> anyway, what okay. I was going to say was it wasn't that he was a broke bartender. He just didn't want to make any more money. He didn't really give a fuck. He was just... He had no ambition. That oh was God. really difficult. Yeah, um, and also, so were the uh, three or four roommates. <laughs> I told oh you, my I ain't dating nobody with three roommates. You would never you, had this dick, Leah, maybe. would you date somebody with three roommates? No. Why not? What if the because dick was I'm bond? just in a different part of my life. Thank you. Me like, too. That's what I say. Like, like my life. But like, listen, I had the dick in my own home first. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, you have no idea what you'd be willing to do until you get fucked that right. Mm. I mean, I guess if I was, was about so to... hot and like, I don't know if he was so hot and like I was so attracted but to him. But technically, I was. I was house though. So he could always just fuck you at your home. That's why I didn't right. So, so you would date someone with, fuck oh, someone maybe. with me. Maybe. Bro, he was hot. He I haven't dated anyone in a me, long And his time, dick though. was amazing. And we had, it wasn't even his dick was amazing. We had amazing sex. Yeah, you had a good chemistry. Yes. Even when we were mad at each other, it mm. was really fucking Oh, good. that's when it's... Damn, I want that dick better. back. Fuck, bleep it out, Eddie. Don't, don't, don't bleep it out. Don't bleep it out. She ain't never getting that back, back again. Fuck. It's okay, I'll get that email. No, 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 no. We, <laughs> I will re-upload it without the bleeps. Do Whoop. not bleep that shit I'm out. I'm not going for it. I don't care. A lot of people are... Like, there was a guy that I made that about. You know what I mean? Like, there was a specific guy. Oh. Yeah. So now I need to know Where this one was made about a specific now guy. Now he's in LA. Okay. The next one is nice guys can't fuck. Um, Do you truly believe that? Do you think that they are nice only because they have bad dick? I don't know. It's just like <laughs> nice guys. Maybe I just don't want to fuck them. Or like maybe they're just, I don't know. You mean it's fucky my- rough enough? Or Yeah, maybe. I just fucked a nice guy. His okay. dick was so big. That just, I don't, I don't know. know. Nice guys just don't turn me on. Really? Isn't that sad? Wait, so That's why are, I don't date. Because I know the it's better. Type that women like bad guys. 
Yeah. I mean, duh. I don't. Yeah. I like nerds. Ironically, mm. the niggas I like, like, be into comic books and be having, like, wow. hobbies and interests wow. doesn't make them nice guys, though. Like, That's I've true. fucked guys that are, like, bad guys that like anime when they go to bed. Like, like, no, my guys are so nice. Guys that Andy, are like, anime? you're a whore who likes sci-fi. <laughs> are we really doing this? <laughs> saying, you can't say you're a good girl. You got some crazy ass I fucking... I think I'm a good girl. Don't you peg men? We're not gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you peg men? In a nice, gentle way. That corn again is tricking nobody, I bitch. Sure there is enough lube and that it doesn't hurt. I'm not pounding them. I'm gently penetrating their anuses. Oh That's, my God. You see how you say it nicely? I like to read and I also watch bukkake porn. <laughs> so this is not at all what you think Okay, so define then what is a nice guy? Who don't you want to give the pussy to, Leah? Tell us now. I mean, if a guy, I don't know, maybe it's my own fucked up head that is <laughs> thinking a guy is weak if he's too nice. That's wild. But also, hold on. I also did that. I also made that bitchism a long time ago. Okay. And do you still believe it now? Then? But like I've I've dated and like fucked. Not that many nice guys. Mm. But I think I do want a nice guy now who can also fuck. And I am hopeful that I was wrong about that bitchism. You I know think what's you the are. problem when, okay. when you have a nice guy? You go out and there's one bad one and they fucking, <laughs> yep. they got like confidence <clears throat> like a motherfucker. It's like their dick is dragging from behind them like a tail. <laughs> and for some reason, I don't know why, but I think that the issue with having a nice guy is once it happens, you're like, oh my God, this is what I deserve. And then it's like you get, like it's like taunting you because you want somebody that's gonna feel like risky was that show yeah. on Netflix and also, that we did are there any life? hot guys who are nice yes I have yeah. I fuck a lot of nice hot guys with great dick I don't know what y'all are talking about I don't know their name one first off I'm not gonna name their names on this podcast, <laughs> but name one that's like got an alias on our show um oh the nigga who got me the MacBook and the nigga that was in married. the government they're not, well, he was nice to me. It doesn't matter that they're married. They're Dang. still nice. Wait, yeah, no, wait, not wait, a nice, he's wait, not, not a nice, nice guy. guy. Damn, everyone else about the name was married. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, wait, is that bad? Yes, yes, that doesn't make them a nice that, guy. That Andy. makes them, yeah. Makes them a nice better. guy is like the purity of them, bro. Like, they're good people. They wouldn't, they wouldn't cheat on cheat. their wives. Exactly. It could have been. They you were, like bad they boys. They had an open relationship. You like bad boys. I did it. I never asked. I never asked. So let's not put that out into the universe. By the way, they both have money and power. Any wife, any woman who marries a powerful rich man already knows they nigga gonna cheat. So technically, I agree. technically, you're entering into an open marriage. Period. Your yeah. nigga gonna cheat. Yeah, you're gonna you'll, you'll, you'll turn your a blind eye. Say that's to me the same. It's 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 tea. Thank you, and it's facts. Thank you. We talk about it all the time. Bitches that live nice, they ain't even had to work. They definitely wasn't gonna leave because he was fucking with me. So I didn't feel anything wrong. They were nice men. Okay? <laughs> and I love my computer. <laughs> I do. It helped me to start editing this podcast. Oh, my God. All right. And the last one, I feel like, again, something Wheezy can relate to very much. Don't be scared to be a bitch. Do you still <laughs> believe in this Oh, I'm I'm scared to be a bitch? All right. You, you're no, not don't, scared don't to be, be a bitch. Scared. She just called me really? wild pussy. <laughs> No, I said she's not scared to be a bitch. Which oh. means she's and that, always and a bitch. That, and that meant, that, that doesn't mean like be like a cunt to people for I no reason. I was going to literally use the word cunty. Yeah, that's not okay. what it means. It's what not like, 
It's not like, you know, be nasty to the person like serving you food or like whatever. You know what I mean? It means like, don't be scared to be like assertive and speak your mind and like be clear about what you want, what you don't want. Mm. That's all. Okay. I could dig that. So yeah, see, that's a nice way to put it, Weezy. I meant all of the nice positive things when I said that. Right. And I meant when you were a whore that watched us on fire. I am not a whore. I am. I feel like I'm the therapist and you guys are like my patients right now or something. Absolutely not. We actually are on good terms. Absolutely. For the first time in our neverdom, (laughs) we are are supposed to be going to an event together. Wow. I I love it. I mean, it's definitely giving sex. And it might be giving real housewives if I throw a drink at the bitch. (laughs) (laughs) From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Well, let's take a little step back away from my Real Housewives fandom here. (laughs) Um, We're going to get into our vanilla shit, where if you are listening for the first time, this has to do with somewhat sex in the news. Um, And I found here where a jail where an inmate smuggled in a prostitute is forced to tighten security. Now, I really need to know how this happened. But the son told last June how the prisoner jailed for drug offenses, used a smuggled mobile phone to arrange a visit. He snapped the raven-haired woman posing on his bed. What is raven-haired? Raven? Like brown, red? Or like, brunette, like a... Really? Oh, oh my Yes, ma'am. God. Right uh, on the glossy, prison bed. That's dude. hot. Black, yeah. Right. Glossy, By the way, black. I actually... Raven searched, hair is black hair. Okay. Yeah, so, glossy, deep black. Glossy, hair. deep black. Listen, they wanted to use their adjectives, Some bitch. of the prisoners are hot. They said, I got an A in language arts and I'm going to use it, okay? Um, <laughs> but this is wild because I actually do like watching jail porn where like the COs... Oh, like, I've never even sodomized seen that. the inmates. Oh, girl, I'll send you some, but it's gay. Um, I like gay porn. Oh, okay. Um, so he snapped the raven-haired woman posing on his bed at HMP Holisley Bay in Suffolk, an open prison holding 500 lags. This is definitely written in like British. Some yeah. that's why they use Raven. Was it the sun.co.uk? It is, bitch. Oh, UK, duh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> one photo of her was in just a G-string Let me see and this. a crop top actually landed on social media. Nice. After revelations, the inmate was moved to a closed prison. The report published yesterday by the Independent Monitoring Board said that the following, that following the adverse publicity, security patrols have been stepped up. Bro, I cannot believe they smuggled in a person. A whole prostitute, bro. Like, how? How does that happen? Like, the the COs must have been involved in it, right? They had to be. They got paid. The fact that he was in jail, here's the thing, too. He was in jail for drug offenses. It's given nigga hat like El Chapo type of money. Totally. He for sure paid people He said, I want. Pussy, I'm sick of this yep. yo pussy. I want yeah. regular. I yeah. want in the street pussy. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you if, um, now this is not an if then because I actually read your book. Um, was there any time that you wanted to smuggle dick into any of the rehab centers? Oh, yeah. 
And words, was it tight security? I mean, and we also just debated this. Okay, as well. wait, context. So how many? <laughs> I, I didn't even know you'd been to rehab. Yeah, a few times. So yeah, and you get very horny in rehab, right? Because well, like you're, you're like disconnected from the world. And also, I want to hear this. Yep. Tell me how long you're in rehab for, girl. And there's then multiple if you're like having moments <laughs> where, I mean, when I say long, I mean like tenure. Like how many weeks or is it? So much? the first two times it was a 28 day program. 28 days. The second time it was a 90 day program. 90 days. 90 days. And then I went to a place that was supposed to be a year long program, but I left and went to another place that was another three months. What kind of like? Okay, because I watched Girls Interrupted. Or I'm like thinking about fucking movies where shit happened. Yeah. I remember Jessa on Girls went to rehab and like tried to scissor a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Like, are you allowed to do co-ed shit? Like, can you like what are the second? So it depends like which which place you're at. For instance, like the second place I went to, no one we had like barely any supervision. It was like it was I remember like team. blasting like the thong song and like grinding with dudes. <laughs> and like and one of the girls being like, You can dance pretty good for a white girl. It's like, thank you. <laughs> I was like pretty proud of myself. Are the people in rehab normally hot? They're fun. We're That's why it's all rehab. drug. It's all drug addicts. They're fun, and also it was you know I was like a teenager, right? So the first place I went to, there was the hottest fucking guy. He was so fine, like he was fine as fuck. And there was this like little fucking shrimp bitch who was not hot at all, yeah. and she hooked up with him. I have no idea how, and I was so bummed. It's because she was easy. She that probably he throwing that shrimp pussy. I was yeah, so that mad that pussy. he hooked up with her. I was so pissed. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I had the same experience when I was in juvie. Just fine. This man was fine. He had braids. He had like green eyes. Juvie? So I was in juvie because I ran away. Mm. This was when I was in middle school. I oh ran away, and they caught me at the Boys and Girls Club. And when my mama came, I said, I ain't going home. So I had to stay. I was there for like two weeks. Wow. Um, and then when I realized it was going to affect my GPA because they pulled me out of school and I had to go to school in juvie, I said, no, I'm going to go back home now because I was really prideful with academics. <laughs> um, my academia meant a lot to me. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, seriously. Like but, a juvenile delinquent who really cared about her grades. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. Neither did you know that's words amazing. like sci-fi. And here I am. Yeah, you know okay. I mean? I'm, I'm an anomaly. You really <laughs> are. You really are. I'm a You're not conforming. I like no, that. No, not at all. You either. You either. No, I'm reading true. this shit and you're all against any societal norms. That's true. I'm going against it. What yeah. did you go to rehab for? All sorts of things, but <laughs> definitely loved speed, loved ecstasy, loved acid. It was giving me speed back then. But because like, I was, that, I was at the rave, so you know what? I was in the rave scene. So like we did like crystal and like ecstasy and special K and we smoked angel mm. dust. And I've never heard about like special K until like recently. Oh, like, I know why it's made a comeback. It's crazy. That's the like, ketamine stuff that I accidentally did. She accidentally did it. Oh my God. And, and when she told me, I said, bitch, that does something to horses. I said, yeah, my goodness. A, I didn't know. And she was like, and what did you, how much did you take of it? Also, like, how, how did much? you accidentally I, do thank it? You. I thought it was coke. <laughs> 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 so I, I was love like, how you, I love this podcast. <laughs> I really do. It's this so was good. Like, God damn, how many years ago is this? Me? I feel like this is honesty is great. We should all be yeah, honest because for sure. most people do recreational drugs and yeah. it's ridiculous to act like they don't. Oh, if you listen to the beginning of this podcast, mind you, the story you couldn't fully tell because you still had your corporate job. So we used to bleep out coke and we couldn't talk about any of the drugs. Yeah. And then back then I was so prudish. Now I love shrooms and I love getting high. Fuck yeah. um, but I used to judge the shit out of fucking Wheezy with her. Oh, <laughs> Mandy came in here mollied out one day and I was like, my, have the table turned. Uh, I was so happy. Who's the guy that was at the sex club with me?
me the night before. He was a guest on the show, and we had to talk about how we hadn't slept yet because the Molly we took oh first off God. made everyone's I dick soft. I need to watch this episode. No one's, no one's dick No, hard. you won't be we able to see Molly. Yeah. So we were all just petting each other. It was like a fucking petting zoo. Yeah. We come in the next day. I'm like, have you slept yet? He's like, no. Nah. I said, fuck me either. Are we sure this was Molly? Like, mm. we could not fucking sleep. Anyway, oh. share about the... Uh, Horse tranquilizer you took. That's hilarious. No, it was like six years ago. I went to Mystery <laughs> Land, which is in Woodstock, New York. And I was with Dub. Shout out to Lady W. And literally thought I was going to take a bump of cocaine. <laughs> and this guy <laughs> did have a shirt on that said vitamin K. But like, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know Bro. what ketamine I mean, was. I, I, dude, I, I was 24 that. years old. I'm not going like, to lie. I do not know the periodic table either. Bitch, well, I'll tell you what <laughs> I did this bump and I damn near dropped to the floor. And he goes, Oh shit, bro! It's not blow, man. And he's like bugging the fuck out. So then fucking Dub comes back. She's like, "Why you be fucking with these white people?" I was like, "I'm sorry." But then oh it started getting good. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> "Yeah." So I was like, "Bitch, we gotta do it together." And then we never gonna do it again. So we were like, "All right, well, if we do it together, how do we make sure one of the other doesn't die?" Right, exactly. So one had to go first. <laughs> that's not one that's had. Not oh my God! You see I was that? like, "All right." So if I die, you know, if I'm gonna get sick, make sure you're alert. So what? <laughs> Dude, that was so this stupid. Is awful. But all I remember is we were laying in this fucking grass for what I thought was three hours, and it was twenty minutes. Yeah. Anyway, never did it again. Also, haven't done Molly in a minute. Like, it, it's it's interesting when you're like, because I was like a raver too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I was like ultra EDC. I loved all the shit. I would travel to Europe for festivals. Yeah. But. Sobriety in festivals is actually interesting because now, I mean, I guess I'm saying sobriety, but I'll do like shrooms and shit. Now when I go to a music festival and I'm not fucking cracked out on a Molly, I'm like, damn, is this like still good? Like, (laughs) am I having a new experience? Yeah, what is that like? I can't even The music doesn't sound the same. Why don't I feel it? Right. (laughs) But it's like, now I just go and like look at guys and like flirt and dance and have fun with my friends. Before, it was euphoric. Yes. And I see why people totally get sucked into that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I was like the biggest raver. I mean, that was my life was raving. Really? All of high school. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 39. So this was like real deal. But also, oh my God, like like Mitsubishi is like, you would be fucked up for like 24 hours straight. In in New York, York, you were doing it. It had to be like the top notch shit. Because that's when like Al Capone and shit was in the streets and stuff, right? I have who's Al Capone. I don't know. Is that that's what I'm Wait, talking about, right? The, the mobster uh, from uh, the monster from what? <laughs> the, the mobster, mobster from oh. Chicago. Oh, what's the one? El Ch- who the one that was here? El Chapo. Was he here? <laughs> one of Frank Lucas. Actually, Somebody was here. The, actually, it was Israel. <laughs> actually, I think it was the Israelis that were bringing all the ecstasy to the rave scene in the '90s. Well, and Frank Lucas brought it to heart. <laughs> Bro, okay. would I have even been alive if I was? <laughs> <laughs> what, y'all ain't yeah, watched you, the movie you, American you, Gangster? But I'm laughing. Yes, no, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank Lucas. <laughs> yeah, but Anne Frank, that was a good one. So, what about today? Like, can you still do drugs today? Or would it? Would it? I, no, I totally stopped. Like, I'm completely like. So, I was not drinking for a long time. I was gonna say, does alcohol make it? I don't drink. Hmm. Haven't drank. If like I drank for like a year, okay, out of the last like thirteen years, did it make you want to do drugs again? Oh hell yeah! Mm. And I did. I put everything on my nose. <laughs> the second Jeez. I start drinking, it's like yeah. I can't even help it. I'm like, what do you have to sniff? <laughs> and then one night I sniffed K. 
Oh, also, no. and I was like, no, don't say also like it's a like, like you, <laughs> just mean, like hey, you. Actually, you're making but I'm it like, a I'm like, it okay. was one time on accident. Do you know you say that all the time? <laughs> About the one. Don't, don't no, say you guys always time. say this about anal and it really gets on my nerves. Because if the tip went in, you had anal sex, bro. Do you fucking really? Leah? Just the tip? Are you serious, Leah? I don't think if a I guy don't consider put the that tip, anal. But do you fuck in the butt? No, I, I have, but it's not like my favorite Okay, thing. but here's the thing, right? If a guy puts the tip in, he's telling everyone he fucked. The tip counts. Well, yeah, he'll tell you. But that, but it's not, but I, the thing is, I don't think you can really take credit and be like, I had anal sex because it was just a tip. <laughs> so if you have, if you're like, like being like, yeah, I let this guy fuck my ass last night. You didn't, that's not true because it was just the tip. So I was so excited to come back and like share on the podcast. Oh my God, I came back from Italy and he fucked me in the ass. But I'm like, no, because no, it was just the tip. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted like full, the way that like my pussy gets fucked, not saying I'm proud of it, but like I could take a dick. It was not. That is, yeah. I mean, uh, same thing. Like, damn. Well, I gonna hold you. Go for it. But. My 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 asshole and turned into a whole pussy before. Okay, like really? I done had it banged out like it's my pussy, and I loved it. Really, every bit. Of, well, when you, you, you shit later, you're a man, like, maybe you have a it's not, maybe you uh, have a prostate. Shit, it comes right out. First off, it comes right out the next day. It. I don't gotta push or nothing. That shit just fall into the toilet. But it's okay. By twenty four <laughs> hours, it. <laughs> sucks right back up and now my Buddha hold back normal you know what I want to talk That's about I only, fuck, I only do anal sex once a quarter once a <laughs> once, quarter like once every few months Is every three months like yeah. an audit every three months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every it's months. giving taxes I want to jump a little bit into because like you're so down to talk about sex and everything like that and um, I've become a fan of your kid from your Instagram because she's adorable What's it like talking about sex with your daughter and mm. to like mm. prep her for like what she's about to for see life. show <laughs> well Kiki, you know what? I've been so open with her and like that she doesn't. But the thing is, she doesn't like if we're watching a movie and it's like too like much sex stuff. We're like, like we like are like, no, she's like, mom, turn the shit off, you know? So she doesn't want to like watch sex stuff with me because I was like, let's watch maybe Euphoria together. Because I was scared to watch it. She's like, I'm not watching that. That's a lot of drugs in that fucking... I know. That's why I can't because I think I'm going to get triggered. But I'm always, like, looking for things to do with her because she's a teenager. So I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, please keep... How old is she now? She's going to be 15 in a month. Dang. But she's, like, the chillest, most, like, grounded, like, down-to-earth, like, cool, funny kid. I'm not just saying that because she's mine and she's beautiful. <laughs> she's per- She's really, she's perfect. She honestly is. Um, What should she do that's wrong? Can she come home and tell you that she had sex and you freak out? Like, what? I mean, I would freak out if she had sex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially right like, now. Yeah. Because it, I know, because I know her, she hasn't even like had her first kiss yet. I lied to my mom. Really? About like 15 yeah. and no kiss? Really? Yeah. You sure? I mean, she said she hasn't. Mm, I said oh, I didn't I'll do a lot of things to my mama too. Sorry, Keith. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... I know you're cool, Leah. I don't know if mom. I believe that. I don't Cause know. Because you know what? You're a cool mom until you're my mom. I'm, exactly. Yes, everybody told my mom everything. People were asking my mom how to get a fucking abortion. Let's be fair. Your yeah. mom gave us condoms going to the club. But, and you would talk to my mom about, about I did, sex. I would talk to I could not talk to my mom about sex. Her mama was cool as fuck. But it, it, I mean, she's silly. Maybe she's... Nah. Look, I mean... <clears throat> I, I, my daughter's very open with me. Okay. And there's other things that she's been open about. So I feel like if she had her first kiss, she'd tell me, I think she wants to like, I, I want to know as a mother, like, right. When you become a mom, you try to make sure that your daughter, your children don't make the same mistakes you did. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're extra strict 
specifically maybe in letting her go out. Like me hearing you explain what it was like to be a teenager in New York City, like the freedom yeah. was like, oh my God, this is way scarier than yeah. growing up in the South where yeah. there's no form of public transportation. Right. Is there anything now that you feel like you're super strict on so that she doesn't experience um, kind of the same freedom I'm you have? I'm pretty strict. Like she has to stay on honor roll. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty like strict about like her grades. Like I like she needs, but, but I'm pretty lenient. She has like a late curfew. I let her, she's like going to Coney Island today, like on the train and okay. I mean, whatever. It's like, a theme park. I know. It's That's not, innocent. but, but you know, it's, it's still a little like, it's a little like rough out there. It is. Yeah. It is. Bing like, bong, you, fuck your you, life. You take, <laughs> you take one wrong turn and you're oh, like, yeah, where absolutely. am I? You know, um, I can't imagine how, like, I feel like you become a parent and you literally all you do is worry because. Having a kid be on the subway, like, I would freak out every fucking Yeah, she takes the subway every day to school. And, like, people, you read the horror stories every day about shit yeah. that happens on the train. So every day I'm, like, text me when you get to school. Be careful on the train. You know, I say all that shit. But I do trust her. And also, like, if I try to, like, keep her in, like, I'm afraid she'll just want to, like, go crazy. She'll right. become me. Which is a bad thing. Technically. No, I mean, like, I think, like, uh, I'm making a joke, but no lie. Like, I think the freedom our parents gave us really was why, like... Yeah, we both I, only had one abortion. I think that that's great. I was going to sorry. say... Sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to bring That up is the, impressive. I, yeah. I was going to bring up the abortion. <laughs> oh. But the reason I was going to bring it up was because of how it happened, right? Like, was not scared to tell my mom. Mm, how old were you? Um, I, it, Oh, my God. It was, like, the last day of high school, 18. And I had to but get the abortion was that the day. summer going into oh my junior... God. The, the summer going into junior high. Not like, junior high, if but you, junior year. If you have a scenario like that, like some of my friends, when they would come to their mother, like my mom, like, what do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do when you can't tell your mom and you're sneaking around and no, you're doing you something unsafe? It's mom. like, yeah, it's not you a good feeling. To. You want to be comforted. And yep. my mom never made me feel bad about it, which is right. a really good thing. Yeah, my mom. Just like you shouldn't when Kiki tells you she kissed <laughs> the boy yesterday. No, I'll, nope. I will, I'll be happy for her. <laughs> I'll be like, Some, show me a picture. You know? And you better be hot. You better be. <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. All right, let's get into chaos theory. Um, We talked a little bit um, about the wild past that you had with all the drugs. So we're going to skip that. (laughs) Um, However, I did want to talk about um, in your book, you really get into mental health. Um, you get into a diagnosis of bipolar two, but then even towards the end of that chapter or the end of that journey, you discuss how you feel as though they just gave you all these drugs. And really you went through what a lot of people go through. You, yeah. you went through just not knowing how to maybe cope or not knowing how to tell people exactly. your feelings. And I think that in our community specifically, so many people fear a diagnosis or feel like something is wrong with them. Um, but something that Weezy has brought up in her going to therapy and her journey recently was depre- with depression was the use of Lexapro, which you bring up as well regarding 
the withdrawal of it causing hypersexuality. But while being on it, you said it pretty much gave you a dry spell. Yeah, I mean, SSRIs do that. They just... What is SSRIs? Um, like ser- serotonin, like re-up okay. inhibitors, whatever. Re-uptake inhibitors. Um, but yeah, but I still... But there were, there were like... A, I was on Lexapro for so many years and like there were times that I was horny as fuck on Lexapro. So, but... I couldn't come on it. It's But that's the thing. It's really hard to like have an Oh, orgasm. so you would just want to... You would still... Would you still want it to fuck, right? You just couldn't come? It was so bad. So when I went to the mental hospital and I talk about, they took me off everything. They oh my God, me tell off. me about the mental hospital. Oh, it was crazy. Why'd you go there? Um, oh because, yeah, people you were talking about in the book. Oh my God. Wild. Yeah, and it was like not like, it wasn't like like a, you know, chic. <laughs> like <laughs> Oh, you went for being bipolar? No, I went for um depression. Like yeah. I went because my boyfriend at the time went crazy in Italy and had a relapse and I had to come home from Italy by myself and he had thrown something at me and said he was going to kill me and I was like freaked out and I was just so depressed. So I went to this mental hospital. It was the best thing I ever did because that's when I just, I realized that like... That you weren't that crazy? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm like, okay, there's people here who can't tell reality from like delusion and a lot of my own issues, of course, yes, I have depression, anxiety and some bad coping skills and whatever, like my... I'm a little extra and dramatic and manic sometimes, whatever. But a lot of situations, it's me putting myself in fucked up situations that then make me depressed or anxious. And having like anxiety. dating the to- toxic guy. I'm like, wow, I could just not date the toxic guy. I won't end up in the fucking mental hospital. What were the people like in there? Tell us about like a crazy story. Um, So there was a girl who was next to me. This like, she was like an Orthodox Jewish girl. And like, she, I remember waking up, she was, Next I, to you, roommate. No, no, no. I had a private room. She was next. She was in the room next to me. She was, I woke up to this scream that was the most, it was a scream as if someone's like newborn baby like died in front of them or something. Like it was like the most wow. tragic, dark, like it came from like her, the deep inside her soul. Like I felt it. And I like woke up and looked in her room and then they were like holding her down and they gave her something, you know, like they gave her a shot. And then she came out later and was like, Hi, everybody. And she was like talking to me about something. You know, that was. And then there was a mate, this amazing guy who like me and this, him. And you share sh- all of this in the book. We, too. we sung it. show tunes together and he was so sweet. But he was so sweet until he took a shit in his bed because he wanted to fuck with the people that worked there because he was mad at them. And then there was this other girl who was like going into people's rooms and putting clothes on. And she couldn't fit into any of it. And she was like walking around like, where are my cigarettes? And like. The, the guy was like following her and me and my mom were like trying not to laugh because my mom was like visiting me. She had like something tied around her head and her like Actually, big stomach was like hanging out of a little crop top and she was just like, where are my cigarettes? <laughs> like walking around. It was Leah, you said you saw this at a mental hospital, which is crazy because it's giving Amber Heard. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wait, maybe I'm just saying, okay. We might be too far down. Wait. That this woman may need to- she literally also said on the stand, it was a joke. And now I know it was a joke made in poor taste. She shit. The fact that she, she the, like, I'm sorry, but if you are like able to do that, you need serious help. Like that's if you wild. can take a shit in like something that's not a toilet, like you have like a major. I was like, going to say on Johnny issue. Depp's side of the bed. Like literally I, I saw the ju- photo. I've been rewatching girls and fucking that's why I brought it up earlier. Jessa was like, Oh, you've never taken a shit anywhere but a toilet? And everybody's like, no. <laughs> Bro, I had to take a shit in the woods once and it was terrible. <laughs> it was 
terrible. It was at that same fucking ketamine festival. God oh damn it. Oh my, my God. Can I tell y'all? I've first never of all, met people dishonest. I, I hated. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck her and I were thinking. I think we went to Mystery Land three times. And Dub and I would go. Were you on K and shitting? No. <laughs> okay. Because no, like when you're on drugs and you have to shit, it it's like the shit? worst thing. Just I only like know about a Molly shit. Like just What's like being on shit? drugs and then you have to shit. Your stomach is like getting yeah, excited. Exactly. It's like it's almost like having or caffeine. like coke shit too. It's like, like you just can't. I'm not sure what a drug shit is. Are you serious, Mandy? You never had a Molly shit? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. How many on Molly? I stay awake and I fuck and I fucking have to suck on a lollipop because all I want to do is grind my teeth. I ain't uh, never okay. shit because of what the drug. About, like, have you ever done coke? Uh, with her and then I was like, bro, I didn't feel anything. And you didn't this have way too expensive. Shit she okay. she was the only one that made me try. It. And first of all, I didn't make you try. Yeah. I'm an alcoholic, right? So the whole time I'm no. on this coke with her. I mean, not really. I'm a fun one. I'm a social <laughs> <That's> alcoholic. <laughs> first of all, the only reason man- I just like liquor a lot. So first of all, Mandy is acting like Yo, she felt nothing. No, bitch, I didn't. You <laughs> just didn't have this. She was high. And this is how I know I wasn't high because when I'm in New York and this bitch likes the posh places, bitch, I'm paying $20 for my martini why do you want to keep bouncing around I didn't finish my drink first and it was $20 and I'm broke right now bitch so it started being every time I hung out with the bitch I'm spending $100 we're in all places where there's two white men I mean two black men they only like white women why are we here I'm spending money on all my own drinks it was so like the, all meat packing wait but yeah no I'm like where are what places are you talking about okay. in like 2012 so got it okay giving that and I'm just like maybe 2014 but also, I'm just like, I'm spending all my own money. And then she told me how much that shit costs. I said, oh, no, that's First a rich all, person. You know how I know, Mandy? I, high high shit. I because, wasn't high. What was she doing? Okay, you didn't. I don't think you had. I the, kept asking for more because I didn't feel it. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, you felt it. Yeah, you. I didn't feel it. I said I was just going to say. Yeah. I didn't feel it. Though. Mandy's like, let me do another one. You definitely like, did. I'm trying to feel something. Oh, and no, I you feel it. it. But Sounds maybe like because that's the upper liquor, the downer. Maybe I just yeah. think that you oh, didn't exactly. have a reaction like you think that Coke was going to give. You, you thought you were going to be like super. I think you thought you were going to be like all over. All I know yeah. is I never did it again. And it's Wheezy's fault. Maybe she had some trash Coke. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, like, I went to go to the bathroom to pee. And she came right behind me like, are we going to do another one? I said, oh, oh my God. <laughs> you little fiend. <laughs> uh, bitch, I ain't paid for it. I was going to get my fucking experience. Okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's get into, before we get out of here, um, a little bit of dating. Um, because oh. we did talk about your sex positivity backlash on, on Real Housewives already. But what? We have to. Yes, girl. No, no, no. I know. Okay. Okay. So relationship wise, um, first off, I want to start off in the dating phase before I get into your actual relationship. And I'm going to ask you the same thing as well. So we have like Please this don't. debate regarding sexuality and how much to share on a first date. Mm. I want to know in terms of your mental state. If that you, if that's something that either of y'all feel that you have to share with your new partners when you're dating, how soon do you tell someone whether it's the diagnosis or that you're depressed mm, or anxiety or if you're on any sort of medication, do you tell the people you're dating? Uh, yeah. How soon? Like, I'm pretty upfront because I have to be like. Because it's such a part of, like, I'm depressed right now. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> but, like, I, I have to be honest about it because it's just something I have to, that I deal with, you right. know? And also, like, yeah, he's going to have to really understand. And I need to know if, like, he's crazy, too, because I can't deal with a depressed, another depressed person. Right. Need someone to not be depressed. Wait, what about with you? Like, the two, uh, for me, 
I've never really been in the dating pool all the way through while being super depressed. I had a part, like I had a boyfriend while I was depressed. And I mean, he was a, a few of them shit, things. So you had a few boyfriends, bitch. That's probably why you was depressed. I'd be depressed just dealing with one nigga. Well, you was dealing the, with like three. That, that would that make can, anybody That depressed. can be depressing. You know what I mean? mean? I think the depression also probably was like, oh, I'm not finding it in one person. That like mm. maybe amplified it. But no, mine was like totally like manic, like irrational depression. Mm. Very like, oh my God, like what if my parents die? Like crazy dumb yeah. shit. Yeah, oh my God. No, that's some, that's like serious like brain shit where you're just having We're crazy. also like... That's what I was dealing with recently. It was like intrusive thoughts. And oh, just, like, I heard on you, in your book. That's why I was like, you had what type of thought? Crazy fears. Yeah, and yeah. the thing is, death is real. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think we're all like scared for that moment and scared to, you know, for it to happen. But it's existential. Like, we all have to it's deal like, with it. I and even instead of enjoying my parents, I'll just like keep thinking the worst thing. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That's where I'm at now, even in therapy. Um, I don't have a relationship at all, really, with my dad. But he went to the hospital two weeks ago. And literally every time I just even talk about him, like my eyes get water. So I was in therapy and I'm like. I have to see him. I have to talk to him. We have to get through this because yeah. I would hate if he's no longer here and we just never talked. You would regret so it for the rest of your that's life. That's literally where I'm at in therapy is that thought. And it's not even that it comes from me being depressed. It's me. Well, he's having, in the hospital. Having some sort of regret for what our relationship is. And when my mom told me that all of these feelings just came flooding. Well, I want to get into outside of that, mm. outside of the dating, mm -hmm. you actually had someone who dealt with a lot of your depression. You guys were together for six years. Mm -hmm. um, and then in your, you went and got sober and went back to him Yeah, because you were like, now that I'm sober, let's try this again. But it didn't really work, but you decided to remain friends. Yeah. How do you get there? How do you get there to where even your partners while you're dating are okay with this cool ass friendship relationship with your baby daddy. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, no, I had, I, I was dating a guy who was like so not okay with it. Oh. And we were like, we were on vacation and I mean, I was over him, you know, I just wanted to use him for this vacation and I was going to break <laughs> up with him, to be honest. <laughs> and I was like not really fucking him on the trip. <laughs> and I actually, he was so ugly. It was crazy. I had to put like a pillow over my head to like hide my, like I didn't want oh, to look at it. Oh God. You never, why don't you just fantasize about someone else? I do that all the time. I just needed to put the pillow over my head. Then it was really like he wasn't there. Um, but like, but I call, I was texting with Rob while I'm on the vacation. He was like, you're texting with your baby dad, like your ex, like while we're on this fucking vacation. And I was like, yeah, I am. Actually. So you also reference Rob as your soulmate. Before yeah. we get into that, because clearly now I, I know I would, I don't know really now how I would feel a way about someone expressing to me that their soulmate is actually their ex. That well, I mean, is still multiple, also in the picture. But you still? have multiple soulmates. What's you know a soulmate? What I mean? A soulmate is someone who's, who's come into your life in like such a deep way and you know is sent there from God without a doubt. Oh, Weezy, have you met a soulmate? Mm hmm. Multiple? Uh, I think I've had two. Two soulmates? I'd say one was the guy that left me for Jesus. <laughs> you, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I was super in love with him. Shit, we're fucking tattooed together, right? Like, I've never experienced an intense love like that. And also, he he's bipolar. Mm. Um, and he's dealt with some mental health issues, like, even more recently. Like, people have told me things that, happened i'll tell you when we're off the mic because they were super intense but no i don't think that his 
his mental issues could l- allow him to be with me in a healthy way anymore. Mm. Yeah. And also like when you need someone to stay straight. I went to Europe for two weeks with Vinny just to fucking rave and party. And when I came back, he was up and down. And it's like, it's very hard when you're someone's, I'm trying to find the word. Uh, your own, their only support system, I guess. Mm. But um, no, he was definitely a soulmate. He taught me what love is, to be intensely loved, mm. to be happy. Um, and I also don't think there's anything wrong with it being over. Like, right. I think that we always think that soulmate means forever. Forever, yeah. yeah. And I don't think it does. It, it doesn't. And that was, I was holding on to that. Like, once I got sober, I was like, why do I, you know, we ha- why can't we make it work? And I'm like, okay, once I let go of that and was like, we, this is the, this, it is working. You literally like broke it down so beautifully too in your book. Thank you. Like, and again, like you literally are on this journey with you because it's, it's giving this the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that is. But when you got into talking. That's how I that, feel all the time. <laughs> like, what kind of book is it? Is it your biography? Is it self-help? It's what a is- memoir. But mm-hmm. there's some like little prescriptive, like I don't, I think self-help shit is like so, like I could never tell people and be like, do it. But, you know, here's 10 ways to make your life better. Or like, you know, some <laughs> shit like that. Like I'm so fucked up still. Like what, what can I tell people? You literally say it. You say note to readers. Don't take advice from um, a depressive manic. Like, yeah, yeah, alcoholic. Everything. Yeah. Like, I'm just here telling you about my life. Yeah. It's, it's great. Like, Thank so you. chaos theory, it's out now. You it's can out. get it on Audible. You can get it. Yeah. You and you can listen to it on Audible. That's yeah. Really, you can listen to my voice you, reading it to you. Um, which makes like, it a lot more personable. Yeah. I love that. Charlemagne did that too with his book and it made me like it more. Yeah. It's cool when authors do so that. So what can we expect? Pretty much everything we discussed, you guys can hear. Um, about her from her teenage years, um, literally up into I got to I believe your mid twenties. What yeah, can I someone expect in full? Like, yeah, well, I talk also like about my like inspirations and my views on sex and feminism. I didn't get there yet. Yeah, and like little Kim and how she helped you know little Kim helped you what formulate my ideas on like sexuality and like really feminism. How? Just having a tip just, out? Just, basically. <laughs> she had, no, everybody, my, my, she my, had everybody shaking that thing on the red carpet. I loved um, it. Because I think little Kim, like, she's she's able to be vulnerable, but also flips everything around on the guys and was like, okay, you guys are objectifying us. I'm going to flip it and I'm going to objectify you. Yeah. And myself. Trina was that to us. And Trina, right. Was. Trina yeah, was very much Very like much. That. Yep. Us Floridians. But I do love queen bitch, supreme bitch. Yeah. Ooh, that Lil' Kim era was uh, like... She's that, the best. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. And I guess before we get out of here, where can people find you? What do you have coming up? Um, Give can, us the tea. You, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Leah Mob. And as for things coming up, I'm just, you know, promoting the book. Mm, and there's it. other things but you have to mm. wait and see <laughs> you're not gonna give us no tea I just, none I just don't know what's happening what if we with- tell you this is coming out in like two weeks anything that's gonna happen in the next two no, weeks no it would have to be like you're not gonna give us the first look of nothing <laughs> I, <laughs> damn it <laughs> shit she's like you guys already let me sit on the couch and talk about drugs <laughs> and her math please <laughs> is that really not a good word can you look that up is that it's not oh it's not right really I told you Man, you it's just the same thing. Oh, wait, wait, it's wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. LGBTQIA plus is I. Is I, but they is didn't I. put H in there. But no, I'm saying like, I was always under the impression that that had nothing to do with biological. Like That's what I thought because it's not about biological. It's about your sexuality. But technically, I was saying it was a good thing. I was just born with a man brain. 
You know what I mean? So we can say, because we talked about and it. And maybe a man's get... booty hole, if you like it so much, oh, because... <laughs> no, because maybe you I have like a prostate a thing. I didn't realize... I did have an anal orgasm before. So then, see, this is unfair that you have that. Mandy, oh maybe it's just it a lot of so testosterone. Good. It was so good. I literally talked about it too. Like, I shook so much that I was like, I hope nothing came out. And I looked and the sheets were clean. And I was like, damn, I really came hard as fuck. And it was from my Buddha home. Can you imagine wow. coming so hard from your ass that you think you're shitting? That's like, that's, that's literally scary. What it felt. I would, like, I, I can't, I would like, be, <laughs> I would be, <laughs> it felt so, good. I would be so freaked it's out. So Why don't you guys get into um, directing porn? I need to talk to you about that. I after mean, this. Not you on- know, I'm not gonna lie. King Noir was gonna allow me to direct one before, but then COVID happened and it was too much motherfucking. Well, I think I have some, I'm gonna what? talk to you about something when we're done. You have gay porn? I could, I wanna see <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Okay, well, let me do MMF or I'll be there for trans porn too. I watch, I know how I want it shot. I like, have some straight female friends who really like gay porn too. I love it. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. Mandy's yeah, about as obsessed with gay porn as she is, the real housewives, as you can see. Oh, first off, yeah. oh, I'm not gonna lie. Like, first off, I don't know why people do this weird shit. I know the blogs do it, they like go to look and see who people follow. My Twitter follow list is nothing but OnlyFans people because that's where I watch my porn now. So, oh. of course, I need a easy access because now they go up to like two and a half minutes, bitch. I'll be nothing quick. And so, <laughs> and so, literally someone wrote, I went through Mandy's followers and whoa, I wish I never did. And I was like, ain't nobody tell you to go on that shit anyway, nigga. These people I want to follow. Also, thank you for <laughs> bookmarks, bro. Because I am disgusting by bookmarks. First off, I didn't know this is how much technology then went up. People can see it. I used when you put the little heart, everybody could see what you oh, like. like. I was just liking a whole bunch of shit. And I didn't know I was putting fucking gay porn on everyone's timeline. I didn't know. Oh so my God. Like, Don't like whatever you like, it gets retweeted. You got a bookmark. I bookmark now. But I also follow them niggas. Is that on Twitter? Which is why I also hate, I told you the algorithm yes, for Twitter. OnlyFans. Okay. They post at one o'clock in the afternoon. So I'll be on the train and it's nothing but Buddha holes. And I'll be like, God, thank you guys so much for watching Horrible Decisions. <laughs> you, so you're paying OnlyFans? You're paying no, girl, people? I no, watch all, free clips. It's free? And sure you can she it. loves a 29 second moment. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. <laughs> Remixing I've never been on OnlyFans. I need to look at it. Oh, no, you could be on Twitter. I watch it all on Twitter. Oh, it's on Twitter because there's They're all those. They're promoting their OnlyFans. Got it. But yes, I'm, because they do pr- they do put porn clips on Twitter. Like, know, no problem. No, like, no problem. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's the new Tumblr. No problem. <laughs> no anyway, problem. Patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. Check us out there. Horrible Also check out Chaos Theory Reverse. by Sweeney out now. <laughs> We're all over the place. <laughs> and just like chaos theory. And guess what? We're yes. doing this without drinking. Because bitch, you be liking to think I just be acting like this only when you I'm drunk. You have a little bit of drunk energy. But I had no drink. I like it. I, I did have it's a dirty chai latte. I like Ooh. my things dirty. That I'm gonna get sounds, a dirty martini after this. That's what good. it is. It's the dirty. Yeah, it's, it's, it's giving Coke energy, Mandy. Bitch, this was not. <laughs> Anyways, guys, also make sure you check out motherfucking whorehive.com. Get your motherfucking merch. We got some other stuff coming for you too. Um, and if you haven't yet, also make sure to get your tickets. We are performing at our very first festival. We will be at Roots Picnic. June 4th and 5th. Not me sharing a stage with Jasmine Sullivan, bitch. Yes, that's what's happening. Um, I'll be with Mary J. Blige. Thank you. Doing the dancery <laughs> that I am not interested in. And food. this is not hateration, okay? <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> Anyways, guys, again, make sure you get those tickets. Also, we're going to leave you with a five-minute bonus clip for our Patreon. So that's patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. Thank you again. Leah, for joining us for thank the second time Thank you for having here. me. I love and you guys. And thank you guys for joining us for yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Yeah, ho. 
Uh, anyway, let's get into the horrible decision. The horrible decision this week is weird sex terms. And it's because I'm also trying to figure out a way to bring back fucking kink of the week or some other thing that we can do. But honestly, I'm trying to terms. reuse them shits. I know. I Well, I ended up coming across an article that had weird sex terms. And basically, it would be terms that when said, you might have no fucking idea that it's even related to sex. So some of the notable mentions um, would be a pearl necklace. Pearl necklace, we had an episode where we talked about that. You I wouldn't know that it, sex in the city. that it even has to do with uh, sex, unless you hear it. Teabagging. Truffle butter. Truffle that butter is another gross. one. I had to Urban Dictionary that one. <laughs> Truffle butter is another one. Scat play, that's something. Golden showers and of course pegging. Um, but I wanted to get into, I found these other four terms that maybe we've talked about, but again, these are terms that maybe you will hear and you would have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. So one being felching. Felching. Is Use that felching. Up? Use felching in a sentence. Like if you just would, would think felching was a regular term, what do you think felching would mean if it didn't mean sex? You know, when me and my daughter, we go up to the Hamptons location, we'd love to do a bunch of felching, you know? It's just a grand old time with the family. Okay, so felching to you sounds like a sport. Cool. Um, felching... It's growing up, right? No. To felch is to suck up semen out of an orifice. Can you, for instance, I'm sorry, go felch me that, um, that nope. office. Okay. Nope. <laughs> for instance, someone may ejaculate inside their partner's anus and then suck their own semen out of the anus with their mouth. All right. Then they may or may not swallow it. So it would be. May or may not. Man, we get, we're giving yeah. you an option. Yeah. It would be basically kind of like, what are your cream pies? So felching is the act of what a cream pie is. Oh, wait, no. That's just coming in. So felching would be eating the cream pie. That is the... I did that. So that's the verb. That's what felching means then. I didn't need to do that. So eating ejaculate out of an orifice is what felching is. Not ejaculate, girl. (laughs) She said eating ejaculate. Do do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? No. Well, apparently Larry, we don't watch anything the same. <laughs> Larry David, that's the best show of all time. Larry David, JB Smooth is in his house and he basically found cum on the sheet. And he's like, we need to have a talk because there was ejaculate. And he goes, ejaculate? What's ejaculate? <laughs> and then he's like, like cum. Well, just say cum, Larry. <laughs> oh my goodness. That shit was so I'm fucking funny. Weak. Um, another term, uh, again, I would like for you to use it in a sentence, uh, without it being a sex term. Docking. That's, I, I feel like that's easy. The dick dock. Docking the boat. We're pulling, we're docking oh, the boat, right? Is it like marinate, like when you dock it in, I don't know, I'm lost. Yeah, right? You're super lost. So docking is also a sex term. Um, docking is when two uncircumcised people with penises get together. Um, so the first pulls his foreskin back and holds it while the second stretches theirs open and outward as far as possible over the head and shaft of the other partner's penis. Um, this is frequently asked if this act is real and possible. And the response is, um, 
that with enough imagination and determination, most things are. It's like um, a Chinese yeah. finger trap. Yes, bitch, but with a dick and mm-hmm. and foreskin. Um, so yeah, docking, if that is ever something that you hear any of your gays uh, reference, that is what they're talking about. I did hear some gays say some really funny shit as I was walking up on the call I had with you. And I've never heard someone say this before. And I just want to make Wait, mention what was of it? it. As I was walking up to my apartment door, I tripped. And these two gay niggas walking by. And he goes, oh, the baby. <laughs> <laughs> or the baby. Or or what was it? They were they were kicking. Bitch, I'm sorry. I'm watching Wait, Jocelyn's cabaret what? right now. So you know where she said double homicide for yeah. Jocelyn's cabaret? She went into, they ended up fighting later on in the episode. And she went into the confessional and was like. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 